For three years, this fat fuck can walk. He's living in a hospital. Broadcasting live from a German-made microphone high atop Shippopit Rock. I am Jamal with co-hosts Devin and Monty coming in strong. How you guys doing? <laughs> going down big time. We are golden, oh, bud. We just we got done golden. with, we, we talked about compound interest on Patreon. I don't know how <laughs> yes. we got there. It bothers me that we got there. Why? But uh, Let's no, talk about money. It's, a, it's true, but it's still. It's like, God damn, I don't know what you're talking about half the time. I'm just like, oh, well, wow. I taught you, didn't I? Didn't you learn? I, I yeah, you know, I did. I have to listen to Patreon. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Patreon for sure. Are you going to check it out, Monty? Not a, uh, subscriber I'm going to just. Uh, we'll do our weekly Monty check here <laughs> on Patreon, and it's not a subscriber. Nope. <laughs> Hey, I got to save the money and buy the beer somewhere. Hey, uh, how, uh, you know, you could have paid for an entire year subscription from that day of work you took off Monday. Oh, (laughs) that is very true. Did you take the whole day off? I took the whole day off. I I woke up at 3.30 and I was like, oh, "Oh, I could go to work. And then I got up and used the bathroom and I was Uh like, there is no fucking way in hell I am walking into work right now. Wait a second. You called in. No, it was scheduled. Oh, okay, it was scheduled. I scheduled it two days in advance. Did and they then l- I found out they have a week policy where you need to uh, <laughs> plan for a day off within a week. Uh-huh. So actually, my day <sighs> off wasn't approved until Thursday at like 10 p.m. at night because we're a 24-hour facility where I work. Oh, wow. So you so, just barely scraped by there on that one, huh? Yeah. You know, the new guy. Already t- yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm almost past my ninety. Making great impressions, like hey, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that inflationary rage you all give in a couple, <laughs> couple months. It's been giving that out, right? <laughs> hey, you know what? Monty would Definitely try to convince the government he was half black if he could get reparations. Jeez, <laughs> no, too far. Interesting story. I have a story about that. Wait, so we you know have the Indians get reparations, right? Yes. Wait. Yep. Way back in the day, in in Riverton, Wyoming. The uh, office at the reservation burned down, and this is before computers and everything. And all the all the records were in paper, and they burned the fuck down. So they had an open enrollment where you could come in and say you were Indian, like, and you could get your reparations. So there was like a bunch of white families that went in there and said, "Oh yeah, we're part of the tribe, and we're <laughs> able to get no reparations." Mm. <laughs> yes, ah, good old white folk doing it again. Mm. God yeah, damn it. They're like, hey, you're getting paid. We should get paid too. We live right next to you. <laughs> but that's a whole nother story there. Uh, did they get caught? Because there's two different tribes that hang out there because the one tribe was supposed to leave and go to their own reservation and they never did. So they ended up staying. So there's two different tribes that stay in the Riverton area and they're, they've always been at, not really, really war, but they've always been at conflict. Right. Like the uh, Hatfield and McCoys. Right, but it's like the Shoshone. Right. I don't think it's the Cheyenne Indians. I have to look it up, otherwise I'd be lying. But I Cheyennes know there's two different tribes dicks, that bro. share the res. Cheyennes are dicks. <laughs> but the fact that a guy got, like, people were able to get in there, were like, oh, yeah, my uh, grandfather was, uh, 
half half Shoshone. Is that what your parents did? Is that how you came across money? <laughs> no, my my family's Cherokee. We've we've oh. walked across a trail of tears. Oh Lord, God damn it! Kicked out of Oklahoma. They took our oil. <laughs> you know, you're still working the fields just to field the land. Yeah, I'm just trying to feed my family. I need to develop a good Native American accent. Those are hard to do. Those are hard to do because, like, I, I feel like their languages. I wouldn't. It's so Say methodical it. on Say how it. they speak. Patience is a virtue. Slower. They speak slower because of it, though. Patience is a virtue. I was walking across the land, and uh, over there I saw two deers <laughs> mating. <laughs> okay. And then I noticed both the deers had antlers, and they weren't mating at all. <laughs> They're just mounting for pleasure. <laughs> you know, that's how they speak. <laughs> I turned the gear game, but it was a great story. <laughs> it was captivating. Uh, uh, good. <laughs> I hit a deer this week. Did you? Yes. I don't really care. Monty was going to go in about his wife, and I feel like that's juicier. Oh, gosh. Ooh, well, let me do the deer story after what Monty's wife did to him. You can do the deer story after this. Fine. No. So I'm leaving. So you guys already know, but to our listeners, I'm leaving for Vegas tomorrow morning. Uh-huh. And. Somehow Did you take a day off for that too then? Or? No, we only work four, <laughs> we only work four days a week where I'm at. You know, we're uh, fortunate enough. But so somehow I was elected to drive out to Vegas. And no. I was like, all right, sounds good. I'll take my wife's car. And she goes, Well, it's gonna need an oil change before you go, which already implies it's well past the oil change date. If my wife's going, it needs an oil change before you go. All right, cool. <laughs> I got I got a week to get an oil change. Not once did she let me have her car until... Actually, I didn't even get in the car today. But today, I had a reminder, hey, I need to take your car for an oil change. Well, I got stuck in a fucking meeting. Uh-huh. She had to take my daughter to piano practice. So I texted her and I yes. said, hey, you're going to need to go handle the oil change. Go to this Valvoline place that you called, whatever, and just have it done instead of our normal maintenance guy. She's not going like, to do it. All right, that sounds good. I wanted to take it to Valvoline anyways. Right. Cool, whatever. So I come home from working 13 and 14 hours. Hey, did you get the oil change? Yeah, it went good. It was $110. Yeah. yeah. And I went, what? And she goes, yeah, I, I paid $110. I'm like, no, you're doing that social media thing where it's like the girl saying, oh, I paid $100 to have air put in my tire. She's like, no, here's the invoice. Four and a half quarts of oil. And a filter costed me $110. Grand, my wife is an angel for getting the oil change and going above and beyond after dealing with the kids. But $110 goddamn dollars for four quarts of oil? No way. No way. I'm I'm irritated by it. Like, Do they not tell people what the price is before they get the oil change, especially at those kinds of facilities? Or, no. or am I the one in... Ooh, that was high. Or am I the one in the wrong here? No, like a lot of times they don't tell. They just say, this is what it is. Take it or leave it. Mm. But that's insane. I mean, dude, you're paying the guy 40 bucks an hour probably. It was $25 an hour. Then it showed four and a half quarts of oil. So you're mad at Valvoline for charging $110. Well, I'm mad at, well, yeah, I'm mad at them. But then... I'm mad. My wife but you're taking out ten dollars. What was she going to say? Take like the oil out of my car. Yeah. I don't want to pay that. <laughs> but they don't tell you mm-hmm. these things because I don't. I don't ever take any of my cars to that kind of thing, you know. But 
they don't tell you or anything. So I you're money. I don't take my cars to a place to uh, do my oil. I know. I don't. I mm. maybe you should have taken a day off so you could uh, change the oil. <laughs> well, that was the plan it's to do it on Monday, <laughs> but see, somebody doesn't know how to be. Oh, so really, enough. it comes down to you then? No, it doesn't. Mm. No, this does not fall on my. But my beautiful wife went above and beyond to make sure the boys can make it out to Vegas for twenty four hours. Uh, that was actually pretty sweet. Yeah, you need to sweet. charge those guys. Be like, hey, look, how to get an oil change? It was one hundred and ten bucks. I need twenty bucks from each of you, gentlemen. We got big news. Hmm. I forgot to. I don't know why I didn't lead with this. We Zwy Brewing is hosting us for a live show. Oh, oh yes. yes, on the twenty first. Yes, on the twenty first. That's. I'm excited for that. I'm really excited for that. And also, I found out on Spotify we have over two thousand listeners each show. Each show, that's awesome. yeah, that's fucking great. I know. So, so people get on and listen to I us guess. fight and argue I don't and yell get at each it other. Well, I think cool story. we make fun of people and people can get behind that, you know? True. Speaking of things uh, they want to say, yeah, but they're, they, exactly. you know, they're not in a position to say. Speaking of, did you guys see this first topical about the color, uh, local story here? Colorado man set home ablaze clearing cobwebs with a blowtorch. Look at this. I've done that before. <laughs> Holy shit. No way. I've done that before. <laughs> Not set the house on fire, but I've gotten rid of uh, uh, cobwebs with a blowtorch. Is- before you defend this man, Monty, you might want to look at his mugshot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see it already. And then I see the Green Bay Packers <laughs> uh, fans on the on the right here. Wait, there's Green Bay Packer fans? But for me, there is. There's oh, one, oh, no. two, three, yeah, tennis four. Yeah. And they're fucking great. Mine is anyways, soundboards. That's funny. It's so f- weird because I had to look up my own sweatpants that I wanted my mother-in-law to buy me for Christmas. That's all the ads I'm getting are Foot Locker and joggers and NBA gear. Bro, don't you live great. near Boulder? Me? Yeah. It's like the, it's a push between me and you, I think. It's like 45 minutes from me. Yeah. Oh, this guy looks this a happened like in Boulder. Did. He was 39 years old. Uh, oh, wow. He was uh, an- set his mom's he house. Set his mother's house. This is better. His mother's house on fire. What? I was trying to get rid of the Last time she'll ask him to do something. <laughs> were you living in the basement, the man? Son? Oh, man, we're brutalizing this right now. <laughs> the 39-year-old man taken into custody after Monday's fire near Longmont. He faces several charges, including first-degree arson. Oh, how do you get arson oh. for that? How Isn't does that, that happen? Obviously, uh, he was in the crawl space under the home. He tried to put the fire out for an hour by himself before calling an emergency. <laughs> oh my god! For an hour, he should have called him immediately. <laughs> wow! The blaze caused a hundred thousand dollars in damages. <laughs> I got it. Nah, I got it. Nah, I got it. Wow! Look at this guy. He no, would no, no. be that kind of guy, though. That hey, goes. I got this. Don't worry. I got this. Don't Give me worry. Another cup of water, time. bro. I what? Another cup of water. I don't know what it is. Is uh, what is with Colorado people and their humongous foreheads? I don't think he has a humongous forehead. I think think he's been doing some adult substances, and it's affected his... (laughs) It's uh, lowered his eyes? I mean... Bro, he's got a huge head. But look at his cheekbones, too. They're, like, protruding past his nose. Well, I don't understand. How does this guy get first-degree arson? That's what I want to know. First-degree? I mean, doesn't that mean plan? Yeah, he was was planning on using a blowtorch to... Cobwebs. I want to know how big the blowtorch was. Oh, was I know, like right? Big weed burners. <laughs> or was it like a handheld one? Right, so here we go. Oh, now the tank's got to come down in the crawl space, oh. too. 
No. Oh, I see. Okay. So first degree arson is the willful and malicious setting fire to or burning any structure whole in part or in part using some kind of ignition. When that building is being occupied by another person, a building or structure is deemed inhabited if any part of it of any part of it is normally used by a person or for lodge by any person for lodging. Jesus I can't fucking. So speak. the fact that the the fact that his mom was living there is why it's first degree. Yeah, gotcha. Why? Do, I mean, that's kind of. Did she up. ask him to? You know, there's so many questions here. Did Ooh, she, here we go. How well, bad is first degree arson? I mean, arson. It's, I don't. I don't know if anybody's injured. I mean, is he really going to look like any serious time? Yo, like six months, yeah, he three is. Months in jail? No. First degree uh, arson is a class A1 felony and is punishable by 10 to 10 years to life in state prison. So you can Holy mow over shit. somebody in a so you can get drunk and get in your Corvette and go race down the road and hit a woman and kill her and get 10 years. And it's the same as a uh, as look a, at Monty bringing in his own topical on top of the topical. I, you know what I'm saying? I didn't bring He's it bringing in like legit like sad news on top. Of, I know. Like, it's actually, that's it's well I actually link well those two together really well. No, you no, to do that's, that, well that's a really dick move. No, <laughs> Henry Rooks is actually looking at less time than this guy. Is. Yeah, he is. Which is fucked up. Well, granted, this guy is white. So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you saying? Because the, the, the black, Henry Rooks is a black man. You mean his sentence is going to be less? No, it's going to be more. Oh, so you're saying this guy's going to end up with less time yeah. than Henry Rooks yeah. is going to get? Yeah. Because Henry's black and this guy's white. What if right. this guy was black? Oh, for life, for life! You think Jesus is it that bad? Christ, no! Uh, but they do. They do, here in Colorado, they take fire very seriously. They very, do, very seriously. You get fucked if you start a fire and it gets out of control. You might as well just run off to fucking Nebraska. You know, <laughs> live your life out there. <laughs> Where there ain't no mountains, it's flat, <laughs> nice and flat. You have to drive a couple miles off the interstate just to get. You fuel. can see them coming for you. But that's the worst part in Nebraska. When you're driving across I-80, you're like, um, why do I have to drive a mile off the interstate to get fucking fuel? Hey, you know, because <laughs> they want you to plan accordingly before you actually I'm run just out saying, of fuel. It's fucking miserable, straight. <laughs> they nothing. I know they don't think of anything out there. That's why it's Nebraska. First place I saw firefly so in my life. Oh, uh, that is cool. You know, you squish them and you can like put them on like war paint on your cheekbones and they'll glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like I have lots there. of family in Nebraska. Oh, that's sad. Moving on. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm really Corey questioning our business relationship right now. Once I found that, out. oh no, some hiker in Colorado. Another more Colorado news. Man, lost for 24 hours, ignored the rescuer's phone calls to her phone. She didn't recognize the number. She started <laughs> hiking Mount Albert. This is in uh, Leadville, then. Uh, Mount yes. Albert, yeah, uh, which is a pretty simple hike. The hiker did not return by <laughs> evening. The members searched for the hiker until early the next morning, but were unsuccessful. She showed up at their place of lodging around 9.30 a.m. And the search was oh, Well, she off. wasn't really lost. Oh, she just what took a the fuck? <laughs> what kind of... What's it? Did you even read this? <laughs> yes, I did. It was a slow news day. <laughs> and the reason why I added it Corey's is because she was ignoring great. phone calls. Yeah. Like So her phone just kept ringing right, and ringing right. from these phone numbers she didn't recognize. And she didn't answer it once. Not once. She, I'm lost. Can you help me? <laughs> no, don't oh, worry. Well, I'm, with, I'm at the ranger station getting porked down right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just calling about your uh, extended warranty on your uh, Honda. 
All right. Well, that was a good news story. Uh, we need. Uh, we, need is, we have to. Do we need Monty's drink of the day. Yeah, yeah it's right now. Is it? Is it time? Yeah. Let's go. Monty's drink of the day. See, I'm already slurring my words. I already fucked up. At this point, Monty's trash. <laughs> What's the drink of the week, bud? I'm trying to work my way to that D cup, bro. You can rely on me. The IPA. It's a big award winner here in San Diego. It's really good. It's a good. It's a big award winner. It's a big award winner. It's pretty good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's going to be good. It's good. It's good. It's all right. It's pretty good. It's good. Monty's drink of the day. Ah. All right, Monty, what is drink of the day? Oh, drink of the day, man. I went with the good old local brewery up in Escondido, Stone Brewery today. Their 25th anniversary triple, triple IPA. It's fucking (laughs) fantastic. It's exactly what I needed. Can you see through the glass? Can you see through the glass? Yeah, you can see through the glass. Not quite, though. I mean, it's sort of murky. It's, yeah, pretty, it's, it's, it's dark it's for an IPA. Got, IPAs it, usually aren't like well, a dark it's a triple. Like so I mean, yeah, Centennial, I mean. Citral, Chinook, and Cascade hops in there. You know, mm. hey, have you ever it, pissed it, in a bottle and like let it sit for a week? Okay, that's sort of Not what it looks like. Color hue too. <laughs> no, it's actually it's really <laughs> it's really good up front. It's like you get peach and apricot, and then there's like some orange in there. But then that dankness from the hops comes through, and it's fucking good. It's, <laughs> it's right. really I've good. I've never had a triple IPA. It's mm. good. It's it, dude. It's, it's ringing in at twelve and a half percent. Okay, twelve and a half. Good morning. Super bitter yeah. or not so bitter? I don't think does the does the alcoholy finish like mellow out the bitter? I I I think so. I think it does. But it's a really smooth alcoholic finish. So I don't know what the IBU is actually. Let me. Is what it a sipping kind of like you're not taking a huge swig? No, you're pounding that down, no, aren't you? I'm taking a huge swig. It's been yeah. a long day. <laughs> it's been a fucking His long fucking day. wife changed his oil and he's pissed about it. No, she changed her oil and her car. Oh, let me see. What's the, Oh, it's 100 plus on the IBU scale. Ooh, so probably too much for stiff. you, bud. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The appearance is orange and copper in color mm. with a thin white head. That shit gets much over 60, yeah. and I'm like, it's a bitter beer. It's good. It's good. I'm. I'm actually really now. You're happy getting with it. some beer from Zwei Brewery. Yeah, Zwei Brewing is. Uh, Where are they sending you? Do you know? They're sending I, the Sioux IPA, I which wait. is a double IPA, I believe. It's not a triple, but it's double. Hmm. I want to say they send the Willie, which is an IPA as well. Yeah, they're sending the Willie, and then they're sending something dark or triple or something. I can't Shit. remember. Oh yeah, you're getting the triple. That one's good. That one's. And the then we're getting their triple. house. That's like Will, straight up. The, yeah, their house beer too. I'm getting their house beer. The house oh, pills, so. right? Yeah, the pills. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm my wife, forward to my wife's go too. She loves that one. I'm looking forward to it, and, and the fact that somebody's willing to send beer for review. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I'm really, well, really. I think really it's gonna excited. be great. Y'all are gonna be able to hear Lindsay on the show. Lindsay loves beer. That's cool. Oh, She's awesome. You better bring it, Monty. Just bought a house. I almost don't even know like what to say. The fact that like being a part of the podcast is actually like. Somebody's sending me beer for just listening to my voice. Yeah, they're they're big fans yeah. of the show. Her That's and John and uh, awesome. I think it's it listening is to, awesome. listening to my voice and then and even my wife. She was surprised when I told her. I told yeah. her I was like, "Oh, yeah. this brewery out in Colorado is sending me beer." She's like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, they're sending me beer." Cool. You know, uh, yeah. No, I'm excited. Twenty first. 
November yes, 21st. Sir, the 21st. All right. It's in my calendar. I got plans in the morning, but other than that, free Speaking all day. of your plans in the morning, did you guys see this corpse-scented penis plant? What is this? <laughs> oh, this is that fucking flower. How does this flower keep coming into our topicals? I don't know. I say it's this flower again, right? I like I, now that's not for sure we'd heard about this flower before. Okay, no. so now remember this flower had like it like blooms open and it just like smells like shit, right? Yeah. It smells a, like a rotting or, or yeah. pri- what is it? Priannual pre or annual flower or something? And they only bloom once every couple of years. Well, gentlemen, it's huge news because it has bloomed in the Netherlands for the first time in 24 years. Wow. And we're oh. 105th in the Netherlands for our podcast. So I'm just saying, shout out to you. Really? Guys. Yeah. Well, I like it. <laughs> the funk of 40,000 years. Oh, God damn it. Uh, according to Leiden University, caretakers at this botanical garden noticed that the six-year-old plant was about to bloom in mid-September. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see it emits an aroma that attracts pollinating insects but while most Flies. flowers attract bees or beetles with sweet scents it does it with the rotting corpse stench just took a well, left turn know, at just, evolution well, there, you I think guess. that would actually attract more insects right? right it makes more sense yeah it actually attracts more insects because there's tons of insects that uh, are attracting the rotted no oh. yeah like if you eat something that's been dead for a while, they call it carry-on or whatever. Hmm. There's uh, tons of tons of insects that eat on that. So I that just, makes sense that you, you're attracting way more. It only does it every six to ten years. So here's the thing with that is like, so does does there have to be another plant in the vicinity that's also blooming for this to that's what I was pollinate? And also, I was just I just had this thought right now that you say that. Like this plant looks enormous. It's six right? fo- over six foot tall. So if you think about it, back in like the era wow. of the dinosaurs, there was a lot more oxygen on planet Earth, so everything was larger. Right. Would the would this flower be more prevalent? So would you just have like groves of this shit smelling oh, plant? Could you imagine it'd be terrible. <laughs> they, yeah. they they describe That's it as the just plants. thinking of they. The plant starts stinking to high heaven with the rancid aroma of a billion <laughs> corpses. Oh. Or as a university puts it, it emits a penetrating smell of rotting flesh. <laughs> that reminds oh, me of dirt. We've all passed a rotting corpse on the highway of just a deer or something. You're just like, oh, oh God, yeah. that's, that's, that's a little bit rough. I'm interested to see and smell one of these things. Uh, well, we should um, once. Uh, our, our <laughs> I wonder if San Diego, the uh, Balboa Park and their whole flower garden. I wonder if they got something like this. Hopefully. I bet yeah. they don't. Yeah, that's pretty I'll rare. They did at one point. Well, it's going to take a decade for it to even get near yeah, ready. If you ever bloom, do go so. to San Diego, everybody should go to Balboa Park. That place is actually pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, cool. As a San Diego native, you don't think about going there, but then, like, yeah. say you make I mean, reservations the or go down go there, there, it's dope. It's yeah, dope. Yeah. Animal researchers tranquilize loose bison in New Jersey neighborhood. Man, what the? Wait, wait what? Which I found interesting oh, because bison. I'm like, where the fuck is a bison? Look at this buffalo. That bitch looks emaciated. <laughs> It's Bro, large, he, yeah. too. He's skinny. Look how big that motherfucker is. Compared to the ones they have on Camp Pendleton, or he, supposedly have on Camp Pendleton, 2,500 pounds. They do have on Camp Pendleton, Monty. I've seen them firsthand, and I've witnessed <laughs> oh my God. attacks on my friends. I'm throwing it way back, way yeah, back over a year ago. Uh, actually, actually, it's our one-year anniversary of Phantom Facts Society. Nice. Ooh. Oh, because you guys did the election special. Yes. You know, I was yeah. listening back to the 
was listening back to the cat special. Oh and yeah, how, like amateur we all sound. <laughs> your bike, oh your, it was a great episode. Your mic was backwards the whole time. Yes, yeah. So Devin's like, over I'm, here. I'm speaking extra loud so that you guys can pick me up properly. And I'm like, can you guys hear me? This mic I just bought. It's so great, but God. I can't hear myself. I need to listen to the episodes too before I got a decent computer. When I would be like talking, and then all of a sudden just disappear bro the live crash. the live episode is the same date as the cat special the annual cat special <sighs> and we oh, made it we, yes yes oh that's awesome so like it's, i didn't tell her what it was i told her it was going to be the kitty cat special but no. i didn't tell her what we were doing it's the kitty cat special you told her it was going to be the kitty cat special no oh monty you don't have choice i it's it's annual no. tradition no, yeah. Okay, well, we can push the annual tradition one week. Whoa, back. you push Christmas back, Monty? What the yeah, fuck's the matter with push you? Christmas back? I hate do. <laughs> Calm the it's fuck cats, down. It's, do not get me fired up on fucking cats. Oh, we're going it's kitty an awesome cat hard. show about kitties. I don't like. We even got a special. Time, bro. I don't like. Did you even listen to the kitty cat special? Okay, dude, that was a year fucking ago. I can't even remember what I listened oh, yeah. to three it weeks ago. It was about the Persians and how they use cats to defeat the Egyptians. So cats got killed. Yeah. It would have made you have very happy. Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. And you know what? I'm tired of your no-can-do attitude, right? They may accept <laughs> if If Putin ever does meet Monty, he's not going to like him immediately. Uh, Monty's already going to know. Corey's house asshole. anyways. He's with the lesbian tree huggers having full tantric <laughs> orgasms with him. <laughs> and, then the, and then the other half of the time he's falling on the floor so he's got a fucking concussion so he doesn't even know who his owner is bro he's got his paws draped around each side of the chair head to stabilize him yeah because anyway, his dad you know puts the big food on the freaking, floor this bison is so large 2500 pound bison 2500 pounds is ridiculous that's a that's, yeah. that is a huge buffalo it escaped yeah. from a farm it was just running around a neighborhood okay i'm gonna find what the average weight of a buffalo is yeah. it's definitely not 2500 i'll tell you that you don't think so more. It's not the average. No, you think that's it's more. more the, that's the biggest they get. Twenty five hundred is as big as they get. No, Tatanka. <clears throat> when I killed my buffalo, he was over two thousand pounds, and everybody oh, thought that was a big all right. deal. You know, this motherfucker, he's pretty whoa, close. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Monty. Bison Monty. called bulls weighs it, but we gotta watch out on the swearing. I'll explain later, but we gotta watch out on it. Right? <laughs> so now I need to censor myself. Yeah. No. Yeah. No censoring. Okay. Well, we got a new sponsor. I, you'll let's finish this story first. All right. All right. Okay. So I'm sorry, my good sir, but a male bison, <laughs> also called a bull, can weigh up to two thousand pounds and stand six feet tall, while the up cows to. can weigh a thousand pounds. Their height is between four and five feet. Bison calves weigh between thirty and seventy pounds at birth. Thank you, my good sir. See, that's why this You're one at twenty five hundred pounds. He's like. He's a large. He's over yeah, he's the. Big. He's above average. That's, really? That's a, well, well you can look how big yeah. he is. These two dudes are standing next to him. I mean, oh, that's yeah. a big motherfucker. The Bro. largest bulls can approach three thousand pound mark. They're so tasty. They are bison burgers, oh, bison brats, bro. Oh. Well, a lot of times what? what they'll do with those is they'll actually yeah. mix in beef fat or pork fat with the bison meat because actually buffalo fat does not taste that great. There's a winery in. Uh, in the right off of Superior in Iowa, and it's called the Little Swan Lake, and it's a buffalo farm. That's also a winery, and they have some like amazing uh, bison brats that you can buy there. Really? Yeah, and they and they pair it with the wine. So, dude, they had they had a wine that you, like you ate this special type of cheese curd, right? 
You ate this mm-hmm. cheese curd and then you drank the wine to finish it. And when you were done, it tasted just like Jack and Coke. What? I'm not fucking kidding you. That's wow. <laughs> That's crazy. It was Watch ran. It was ran by some Australian opera singer that moved out to the middle of Iowa to start a winery. It is great. It's a great place. I need you to Little find Swan out Lake. what that is. It sounds amazing. Swan Lake. Little Swan Lake. I think it's a Swan Little Swan Lake, Lake Winery. Little Swan Lake Winery. Um, a wine and cheese that tastes like Jack. Oh, Daniel. it was amazing, dude. I can't remember what it was. We did a wine tasting there. Winery. It's that Esterville? Esterville? Yeah, yeah, you could call it Esterville. So, but yeah, it's right by that little lake right there. Yeah, I see it on the maps. It's oh, right yeah, right by a lake. Yeah, great. Off the great fucking wine there. Twentieth Avenue. Uh, yeah. So shout out to them. Um, listen, guys, we got a new uh, we got a new sponsor. So you may notice I'm a little tired, right? I've had a rough week. First of all, my water heater went out. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, and of course, in the luxury resort I live in, uh, they can't get someone to fix it till the 10th. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so, gonna, so I've been taking so, cold showers every morning, which is the most, God. you know, there's, a, there's an actual science I've developed now. So you let your hair just fill with water and then you let it drench over your body and then you just sort of jump in and out from time to time let me ask you a question mm. do you feel like when you take a shower that's cold do you feel like you get as clean as when you take a shower that's hot uh no i don't no you just always kind of have but that i tell you what i feel, feel like. i feel fresh as fuck in the mornings <laughs> <laughs> wow just rolling bro i'm wide You're awake ready uh, yeah no I'm, coffee yeah no coffee neither neither. no i'm just I'm just walking out whistling it too just like i'm fresh as fuck boy yeah i'm fresh as fuck boy <laughs> i love those i love that i love that tiktok yeah when i'm at work what i'll do is instead of that i'll just say i'm strong as fuck boy and i'll start doing something that requires strength and i'll just like do it extra fast and i'll just start saying it and everybody starts fucking laughing but not only that guys i've been going business to business trying to drum up sponsors sponsorship for the show wow and uh and and we only got one so one's better than yeah look how much i've done i went one place one time they're like let's do a show okay quit rubbing it in so (laughs) i uh i had to go a bunch of businesses the only place that would let me do it made me promise to do a commercial for them so they are uh they're sponsoring this next segment of the show it's uh it's pasture nursing homes Oh, oh yes. What? I'm so. I cannot. I can't recall your name, love. Oh my goodness! I might have just blew my jaws out. Oh dear, I cannot. Old oh, mommy Sita I cannot. I cannot recall your name. He, I can hear him pissing. I can hear him pissing. Darn it! Happen again. Oh dearie, I pooped my pants again. Well, it looks like we're not going to the rave tonight. Are you tired of that scenario? Then bring your old folks to the pasture. Imagine wispy fields of gold and sunsets glowing over a slow-moving creek. The pasture nursing home is the perfect place to drop off your old folks and wipe your hands free of guilt. Sam, 
with its beautiful views Jeez. you can't see from your cold, uncaring bedroom, and a staff that hates their job, it's time, time to take them out to pasture. Big thank you. Big thank you to our sponsor. What the fuck have we become? Big, big thank you to our sponsor. <laughs> what oh, the fuck? That mic's hurt. <laughs> that one's great. I had to mute my mic. I had to mute my mic. I couldn't uh, help it. When that, when I hear the shotgun, sh- sh- I was like, oh. Yeah, it was golden. <laughs> it's a pasture. It's a pasture. Take your old folks to out pasture. to pasture. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? We can't uh, choose our sponsors. Uh, That's why we rely on our Patreon supporters. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Hey, if y'all listen to me on there, you'd be able to be. It would pay you back tenfold on your picture. You wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't have to go to the pasture when you retire. That's, what <laughs> for, sure. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> speaking of someone that will need a nursing home rather soon, uh, former world's fattest man says hospital planned to cremate him in a abattoir because of his size. Do they have a crematory large enough for him? Oh, Jesus Christ. Of course they fucking God, I did not. I'm so oh, sorry. No, Are we fat right That's why he's all offended. I'm like, stop eating, you fuck. I can't believe he made I it mean, to 61. Oh, wow. Wow. He's 61 years old. You see yeah, a picture of this how guy? How much does he fucking weigh? He looks Paul great. Mason. I wouldn't guess him over 51. 50. 40 chocolate bars a day. What a fuck. What? Made his teeth crumble out of his mouth. Yeah. And he Paul pulls Mason, out his cracked teeth it, himself. Switch. Said he was disgusted to learn of the plans in which they were made when we were li- was living in a hospital ward for three years. This fat fuck couldn't walk. He's living in a hospital. He it's weighed over. A- he was all offended that they had to burn him in a fucking animal Dude. crematory, pretty much. Bro, he weighed over only, like Devin. He weighed over eleven hundred pounds. He weighs as much as a mid-sized bison. He he weighs. <laughs> Yeah, they should melt him down and fucking use his fucking fat to fucking heat a house for the orphans. No, oh, wow. that way he'd be worth something. Wow. All right, I, I can't beat that. Fuck this guy. He's an Englishman. He's, he looks proper, proper Englishman. He doesn't look fucking proper. You hand me the Mars Bob, my dear. You can tell he's watching TV right now. Mm. All I do is what lay around, shit? eat. What a useless plague. So an uh, abattoir. Point. An abattoir is what? Where you burn animals? I want to. I want to know more yes. about this guy, Paul oh, Mason. I, I don't know what that Google is. It. What is an abattoir? I'm googling Google it right now. Abattoir. Doing it. I'm right googling now. who I'm this guy is. I know. Yeah. Monty's on a different trail. <laughs> a slaughterhouse, pretty much. Oh my god! No, they were going to take him to a slaughterhouse. <laughs> he is the world's heaviest man in the United Kingdom. Oh wow! When what? he was 20 years old, he started to eat food as a way to avoid dealing with emotional issues. That being of his childhood and child abuse. Well, somebody eat a fucking Big Mac because no, of himself. Wow, well, well, right yeah. now. I feel like, yeah, like, come on, Monty. It's deserved it at a point. Yeah, I mean, you have to separate it a little bit. This guy, Get over yourself, son. Yeah, no, it's this time guy, to stand man. up, be a fucking man. Shut the fuck up, Putin. But what are if, these if other people stop enabling this fuck? He would have ended up losing weight to begin with because he wouldn't be able to fucking walk and feed himself. One, he lose enough weight to walk. <sighs> Thousand pounds. Get the fuck out of here. Eleven hundred. He was half the he was half the weight of the bison. Those guys how shot does the human genome let people I mean it's amazing. I, at that point, I feel like people should just 
wipe their hands and be like natural selection. Um, speaking of natural selection, we're moving <laughs> on to the Brazen Bull. The Sicilian Bull. Oh, I've heard about this. I've dude, never this heard is about the this. Worst. You've never heard about no. this? This is the worst or one of the uh, worst torture devices on top of like... You've never heard of this? Man, I've heard no. of this. Oh, I've never heard dude, of this. He invented brutal. it. Well, what the story goes, the guy who actually invented it yeah. presented it to the king as a as an execution device. All right, mm-hmm. let's describe and what it is. Was, it's, a, it's, oh, a, it's a bronze bull, right? Hollowed mm-hmm. out inside. And it's there's a door. Hard. Yeah, there's a door that you can shove a person into there. And then yep. you light a fire underneath of it. Yep. Right. And it was designed to like when someone screams that the bull, it would sound like a, a bull. Yeah. The, well, the yeah, king. the screams of the people inside made it sound like a bull because oh. it, it would vent. It would vent out of the right. nose. Yeah. Okay. Right. But the king was so appalled by the invention that he actually had the inventor put inside of it and he executed. Oh, no shit. Oh, yes. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I bet it's in here. This way, if we read it. Yeah, after freeing him from the bull, Flaris and said to have it taken to Polaris. What's uh up the hill and throw him off, something. killing mm-hmm. him? A design in ancient Greece. And those Greeks, man, don't fuck around. Man, yeah, they- but like the story I read is the guy who invented it. The king fucking put him in it to like, dude, you're a sick fuck. So guess what? Yeah. Yeah, Thanks for the torture sucks. and killing device. You get to be the first one. Uh, the today. condemned were locked inside the device and a fire was set upon it, under it, heating the metal until the person inside was roasted oh. to death. Some modern scholars question if the brazen bull even ever really existed, attributed reports of the invention to early propaganda. They're saying they might not have even existed. They're just saying it was a propaganda tool. But a I, back in those days, I bet something this diabolical well yeah and there was this other one um that was compared to it's called the judas cradle i don't know if you guys have ever heard of this one but it's when uh i had to google it real quick because i couldn't remember but basically it's a pyramid like a concrete pyramid that's placed on top of a platform and the person is suspended above it they lower them down until like their rectal area is right over the peak of the pyramid and then oh. they pull them down or yeah, they pull oh, them no, down you, and they keep adding weight right uh-huh. i've heard of that one too it pulls until them it, down what's it yeah. called it's called the judas cradle Ugh. or judas chair Ugh. so the point was inserted into the anus or vagina of the person and then the person was slowly lowered by a system of ropes the fuck well not just that yeah. but they added weights to them too mm-hmm. to pull them down on it what are we so doing it's here? that one the bull the one the one that you just shared the brazen bull yeah. and then uh uh we've all heard of like the blood eagle right you all know what the blood eagle is where they pull the lungs out the back yeah so uh it's more of a viking tradition But basically, you're laid down like on a log or on the ground and they take an axe or well, first they take a knife and they cut along your spine, opening up the flesh. Then they spread that out over you. Then they take an axe and they crack each rib with. From what uh, I understood, yeah, they cut each rib, they break each rib with an axe. They leave that attached to the skin Uh and then they pull that out like wings. Yep, and then the lungs. And then they come pull out your lungs out and lay them on your back. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. Why? This is the most enthusiasm I've seen you have for the show since Who? you started here, Monty. 
<laughs> you just what rattled off four torture devices like we all oh. knew what you're uh, that there was the fucking have you heard of the breast uh, what is it i think it's called, it's something to do with the breast too there's another crazy <laughs> one uh there's something where women who weren't uh loyal to their husbands or something they would take it looked like um tongs mm-hmm. but it had two big spikes on either end and they would insert them into the woman's breasts and then slowly Jesus pull into the breasts. Christ. Yeah. Dude. What uh, the fuck? <laughs> old time. Dude, it was bad back in the day. It was bad back in the day. Uh, they knew how to keep a woman in place, though. Ooh. Gentlemen, can we do our main story now? Is it time? Wow. Yeah. Go ahead, I thought bud. that was the main now. story. I could go on like for that. like another devices? hour. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, I love them. I love them. <laughs> we, why, aren't we, why don't we do an episode on that? I like well, it like, because it's oh, cool because like, it shows Iron Maiden. I mean, that's oh, like legit yeah. like a terrible thing. Yeah. Device. Well, you know what the Persians did with the, like they'd fucking douse you in honey and shit and send you out mm-hmm. in, a, in a oh, boat. the boats. Yeah. yeah they, I don't remember what that one was called. That one's terrible too. And then the Assyrians, yeah, would, the Assyrians would just fillet you. Mm-hmm. So the one with the honey supposedly is, is they would lay you down in a boat. They would cover you in honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they would put a boat over top. And then over time, between your fecal matter and urine and the honey would attract so many bugs and animals yeah, and everything. Just, yeah. They would eat you alive. Just get yeah. yeah. You would just get eaten alive. Sometimes Rot they'd have to the check on out. you, you know? Ugh. God. And, but the worst part about that is like you're in a lake. They're in the middle of a lake where you can't go anywhere and people can just watch you. And yeah. that's the crazy thing about torture devices is way, way back in those days is it was like an event. It wasn't meant to be something done in private. It was meant to humiliate you and deter other people from committing a crime you committed. All right. Well, before we start advocating public hangings again. <laughs> I already advocate them. God <laughs> Especially for pedophiles, right, Monty? Yep. <laughs> and drunk drivers. <laughs> so, wow. 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 Uh, um, gentlemen. I want to edit that out. Just, oh. <laughs> uh, we're doing a rock and roll episode. Rock! Yes. I yes. want to rock! Ah. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Big hair bands, yeah. tongue sticking out. Grabbing no, we're talking. Okay, we're talking about three brothers, right? Three brothers, three that brothers. Sound like what I'm into. All right, and uh, wow. Well, <laughs> all right, so these guys they were born in uh, Glasgow, Scotland. Their dad, he was a engine uh, plane mechanic, a plane mechanic in World War II. Just gets out of World War II, has a fucking huge ass family. Now there's like ten kids, but the story's about three brothers. They're living there, Glasgow, Scotland. Now, the uh, brothers get to be about 15, 10, and 8 years old. And something happens in 1962 in Scotland that's known to this day as the Big Freeze. Did you guys ever hear about this? The Big Freeze? Mm-mm. Okay. No. So, in Are the, you talking about, oh, well, maybe I have. In the, the Ice Age? It was like, yes. <laughs> yes. It had this, I forget what, it was like a counterclockwise cyclone or something like that that just surrounded the the entire UK and was just like rotating, just creating. And it only, yeah, it only fucked with Northern Europe. Yes. Yes. And right. it, like over eight foot of snow. Some of the drifts were over 20 foot tall. Wasn't it like Jeez. that river uh, that flows through London? Damn it. The Thames. Never, never thought, right? It stayed frozen the whole year. Yes. Yeah. Well, and get this. The sea line, you could walk out a, a mile and it was solid ice. 
So you could walk a mile out onto the sea and it'll all be frozen. Dude, so, that would be trippy as hell. I know, right? It was just, it was awful. And it lasted for six months. What I didn't know was that during this time, there was a big campaign in the UK for people who wanted to start a new life in Australia, they could get assistance from the government into moving to Australia. Really? Yeah. So, in 1963, uh, this family moves out to Australia. Uh, on the government, it's sort of interesting. Just you know, shipping the shipping the bums out to Australia again. So, it's a never-ending <laughs> cycle for Britain. That was the whole point of Australia, right? Yeah, it was yes. penal colony. Let's yeah, right, let's, right. Let's go out here. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, you fucking winter's hard on you because you're useless. Well, if you think about like uh, back then, like you want to go to this continent that's super isolated. Whoever goes there is going to have to like they're going to have to support themselves locally. There's no import business that's going to keep right. it going to a degree. Not like now, like globalization, where you can pretty much go anywhere. Right. Like you had no, to legit yeah. set up like, all right, we need people to go here to keep it going. Uh, everyone in this family on the men's side played musical instruments. Uh, the oldest son played accordion. And then the second born son played guitar. And then he taught his brother, George. And then uh, George taught his two little brothers how to play guitar. And by the time that George, the oldest of the three brothers, is uh, 17, he, uh, he, so you got to consider this is 19, 1966. So like you've got Beatle mania in full motion, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this, uh, this brother George, he creates a band called the Easy Beats. And it's the very first song. Find the hotel. Oops, Vacation shit. rental. It's, it's so amateur. I know. Yeah, I edited it out. I've no, been doing a, this for a year. Bro, it's the very first song <laughs> that, uh, doing it for a year, uh, that uh, broke out of Australia into the international pop market. Right? It's called uh, Easy on uh, Friday on My Mind. That's that's the only part I remember. I remember hearing I, that song. I remember that, that part, but I don't yeah. remember that entire song. No. And it wasn't very famous, you know, like it but it did go out like the fact that like a pop band has a song that go out into the world was a big deal for Australia. Like these guys are in the Hall of Fame in Australia. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, it was a big deal. So like these guys broke us into the international scene. The easy beats brought. Uh, so anyway, obviously, uh, easy beats didn't last for very long, but what had happened is that his two younger brothers had started. Do you guys know who I'm talking about yet? No, no, no. You got an idea? No. Mm, All right. So so his two younger brothers are pretty much better guitar players than him. And they learned at a young age. Well, now George is working for a record company in Sydney, Australia. His brothers are playing gigs with, uh, you know, and they they don't sing. They just have to find a guy that sings for them. And, uh, and so they found this one kid, but he's partying all the time and not taking any of it seriously. So they, they kick him out. Their brother has a chauffeur drive them from gig to gig, right? 
And the chauffeur is goes by the name of Bon Scott. Bon Scott sings for them, and he sounds so amazing that they uh, that they immediately make him his front man. They tour in uh, Sydney and throughout Australia, and then Atlantic Records hears about them. And up to this point, they've done uh, seven albums, right? And they've never spent like more than three weeks doing an album. You know, they've just been sort of popping them out. But there was a song that was so risque that it it shot them into national attention. You want me to play it for you? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll play it for you. Oh. Oh. Oi. Rock and roll is vintage in Australia. Uh, <laughs> is that what no. you're saying? Bro, everyone knows that intro, right? Yeah. Banned in America. <laughs> yeah, you can't play that anywhere. Uh, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By ACDC, which was the two younger brothers of George, Angus, and Malcolm Young. Their chauffeur driver, Bon Scott. This song is uh, this is probably my favorite ACDC song. And, the, and so give you an idea about this band, right? You had like the easy beats, right? We just played that sort of like, I don't know. It's almost disgusting type of music to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. You did not enjoy Friday on My Mind when I played that. Just, I mean, I wasn't jumping out of my Exactly, seat, right? Like, you know. During the middle of this, these guys are cranking out riffs, you know, like... And then they can't figure out what to call their band name. And so on the on his sister's sewing machine, on the back of it, it said ACDC. Oh, no Get way. Get out of here. Yeah. Just no old school way. electronic shit. <laughs> and so they said, ah, that's, that worked. <laughs> now, interesting note, ACDC also means that you're, uh, you swing both ways. You know what I'm saying? Really? In really? Australia. Yeah. I had no idea. So, for their opening concert, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Bon Scott dresses in full drag. And, uh, God damn it, what's, uh, what was the opening song they sang? Let me pull it up here. And Malcolm, the youngest guitar player, or no, Angus, Angus Young, the youngest guitar player, he, uh, you know, this Bon Scott is just a crazy lead man, right? But uh, he doesn't know what to wear. And so, his sister goes, well, why don't you just wear your school uniform?" And so that's where that's in, you know, like School of Rock. That's yeah. A, that's an homage to pretty much ACDC and other rock, but mainly ACDC. But that whole school uniform is uh, that whole school uniform is from uh, Angus Young having nothing else to wear, so he just wore a school uniform and then it stuck. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Ooh, that's video of it right there. That's a classic song too, though. This is their first big hit. In Australia, you know? That right there is Malcolm. That's Bon Scott. I just, you know. I wouldn't call that a hit. You would call that a hit? It it was a hit. It was was the first live show they did on national television. That's why you've heard that song so many times. Played different ways. So they. It's covered in blue chips with fucking Nick Nolte. You ever see that movie? So what's going no, on no. Let's go. Rock and roll. No, keep it going. We're doing fucking rock. <laughs> <laughs> fucking do that to me. Fucking. So anyway, they start getting popular, bro. 
they don't have a major hit though until 1979 when they come out with the iconic song. Uh, you guys know this one. I'll just play it for you. Oh, yeah. I'm just blown away that it's all Australian. I thought this shit was made in America. I thought no, it was made in America I know. Too. I did not know this was Australian. I'm actually kind of disappointed. Leave it to a bunch of fucking penals. Yeah. All right, so that's Highway to Hell. Now that song, yeah, people people living in a penal colony are still once you invite a wreck and, and roll. fucking Americans, we play that song like if it was made in the backwoods of fucking Kentucky. No, this is all out of Australia. Well, it's technically out, out of Australia. Scotland. That's nuts. Yeah, just throw that out there. Ah, I love that song. Anyway, huge hit. Who was competing huge, with them then? Huge hit is an understatement. This is sir. this is nine. That song is still relevant today. Nineteen seventy nine, yeah. right? I mean, there's no one else out there like this. No one. Two hundred and nine no. million plays, and that video was up. The one you're playing yes. was uploaded on twenty twelve. Now, now get this, bro. They they come out with this album called Highway to Hell. Right now, you look at the art. Like, first of all, Atlantic Records was not going to call the album Highway to Hell. No, no chance. No right? chance in hell. Now, and have you ever seen the album cover for it? With the devil horns and him holding on the tail? Yeah. You need to look up the album there. I uh, think my dad has an original pressing, like a vinyl pressing of them. Yeah, it's that's, a, that's a picture of, them, right? of it right there. Yeah. You see it right there? Yep. So anyway, yep. this picture, uh, they were not going to do Highway to Hell, but ACDC explains it had nothing to do with devil worship. It was... He woke up one morning, came off the bus at like 4 a.m., and there was a reporter there. And he goes, describe how an ACDC tour feels. And he said, it's a highway to hell. And then he was like, God damn it. That's a song. So then he wrote it down. And it's about them touring. They've been touring for four years at this point. All across the, the, you know, all Australia, London, uh, the U.S. They'd been all over. Four years, nothing big had taken, and then they come out with this album, Highway to Hell, and it's huge. Like it, it hits. Uh, I think thirteen most thirteenth uh, most popular album. So they're like, oh shit, like this shit's finally gonna work for us. So then they decide to go back and because re- these guys they had to record an album every six months for like eight God. years. Can you imagine? Yeah. That? How many songs were on an album back then? Do you know off the like top 12, of your head? Or 12, 12, 11 or 12, yeah. maybe 10. That sounds about right. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 on uh, Highway Perry? to Hell. Damn, look at Katy Perry. Scroll down a little bit real quick. Hey, Highway to Hell, girl. <laughs> anyway, they go back to London to record, and they call Bon Scott, and they say, hey, man, we're about to record. You need to get up here. So he gets up there, and they're like, we need maybe a week more before... Uh, we're ready for you to sing down some tracks. And so he goes, okay. Goes out partying that night, gets wasted drunk. And uh, the next morning, they find him dead in a car. What? Wait. I didn't hear yeah. any of this. What? The uh, official documentation is that he has uh, experienced death by misadventure. But they think he choked on his own vomit. Yeah, from you know, died that way. Asphyxiation. So now Angus and Malcolm are like, do we even continue as ACDC? Or do we wrap it up? So they go home to Australia. Bon Scott dies in February. They bury him. 
And the father of Bon Scott tells the Malcolm and Angus, listen, he wouldn't want you to quit the band. Just find a new front man and keep it going. That's what he would want. And so they're sitting around trying to figure out, well, who, you know, who could be our new front man? And they remember Bon Scott telling them that he had gone to this concert where the guy was singing with like such like powerful emotion. He had never heard anything like it before. And uh, he stayed around to meet him. And his name was Brian Johnson. And Brian Johnson was suffering from appendicitis during the concert. Instead of going to the hospital, decided to finish the show. That's why he sounded like he was like, yeah. So they asked Brian Johnson if he wants to join ACDC. And he says, yes. In April, they dropped this album in honor of Bon Scott. Everyone knows this one. Of course it was. The bells to honor. They still play this in fucking football games. Yeah, the bells to honor Bon Scott. This is the beginning of the album. Oh, is that why they did? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right, you're educating me, sir. Ooh, oh. chills every time. And then an opening riff, that Beethoven on your back right there. See, this kind of riffs are different. Like, Van Halen guitar riffs, I can't stand. Really? Yeah. These ones, why? I don't mind. Bro, and this is, you know... No one knew what they were going to sound like, right? Look at how long they delay it, you know? You don't hear any vocals. Just a nice slow intro. I mean... If you want to describe rock, you would say this is rock and roll. Thanks, No, Australia, bro. We owe it to Australia. They saved us from pop music. They saved us from pop music. All these boys that are fucking like think they're all patriotic playing ACDC and shit. (laughs) Like, dude, there it is. That's the strumming music, bro. Bro, I mean, and what a great voice. Like, it's so, it's they, so weird. It, you know how rare you know how rare it is to lose your front man and in the middle of your rise this album blows out highway to hell blows mm-hmm. it out like i forget like over like i what was it yeah but did it blow it out because of the vocals or did it blow it out because of what happened i think it's like just a mixture of both you know i feel you, That's I, a good so point. Too. I made I made my apprentice listen to both albums today and give me his <laughs> Jeez, his poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and he he was had I didn't tell him why or anything like that. I just say listen, you're gonna listen to this album and then you're gonna listen to this album and then you're gonna tell me which one you like better. And he's like, Back in Black was way better. I mean, look at the songs on there. You got you start off with Hell's Bells. Right. Well, I was going to say, has he listened to any of that music before? Had he never heard it? No, he had he had heard ACDC before, but he uh, never heard say. it. I feel like you, when you listen to those old songs, you have to listen to the whole album, right? Because right? the whole album was like the whole story. You know, it's not like today where it's just a bunch of songs. No, right? the albums back then told the whole story from beginning to, again, uh, to the end, and it was like what they were going through. I mean, know? yeah, you had Hell's Bells and then Shoot to Thrill. I mean, let me put my love into you. Well, I mean, what? Just, you know. And then, <laughs> and then of course, you know, you have the fucking uh, Back in Black 
album, which is what the yeah. Listen to this intro. Oh yeah, we everyone know knows these. this because these songs are claimed to be American. Like this is as American as you can be. But I feel like if you told a lot of people that the this band came from Australia, they wouldn't fucking believe you. I know. No, Australian band, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, didn't know. I thought for insane. sure they were I really US. didn't know. Back I in the they, yeah. back in the seventies, they saved our freedom from bad music, and we should do the same now for them. I mean, come on. Ah, it's good shit. All right, uh, that's the story. I like today. that little uh, ACDC history. I put that up there with the Jack Daniels history, man. That's 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 two things in a month now. You fucking rocked my world. Let's finish it with this one. Since I rocked your world, how about I shake you all night long, Monty? Oh, do it. Oh, ACDC. One of the few rock bands I can do. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know if you would like this one or not, Devin. To be honest with you, because I remember you said you hated long guitar solos. I'm like, well, well, no. I mean, it, what I meant was like the classic late '80s Van Halen style. And this definitely, like, you know, these this song, this song right here. It never, it never like, got past thirty-five on the charts. And yeah. you know what? It's something about really? this song too. Never got past thirty-five on the charts. None of these songs did, dude. Wow. None of these They're, did. Like, were they ahead of their time? Then they were ten years ahead of their time. None of that For shit sure. had been done. If they had come out in the late eighties, I mean, oh, well, man. you know, like they would, but they they were doing this at the be- you know change of the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about that. Like the Beatles were getting done, and ACDC was coming in response. Well, sometimes you know, you listen to some of those old Beatles songs, and you're like, "Well, this I would didn't be." Realize the Beatles were so influential too. I didn't realize that was a cover song by the Rolling Stones. Would this song. be considered though part of the whole uh, death to disco? No, no. That was a different type of music that killed disco. Yeah, but you know what's funny about that? Is uh, let's close, uh, though. let's go. No, there's actually a there's a tie-in, gentlemen. Let's uh, listen to uh, Dire Straits again when he's describing the band. Oh, yeah, it's just so good. God, what great music! Remember, he mentions the the musicians and he says George. He knows all the chords. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. That's a nod to George Young, Malcolm yeah, and Angus's yeah. older brother, the guy that did the Easy Beats. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's that's uh, was a nod to him. They asked him who he was talking about. He said, "Oh no, I was talking about George Young." Well, wow. yeah. So, like, I mean, it's just I don't know. It's all ties in. You know what's blue and not very heavy? What? Light blue. Oh, ACDC, gentlemen. What should I name this? What should I name this? I got my dad joking in just in time. Uh, it needs to be like America's Confusion. Should I call it Back like in Black? Ooh. I like, I like that. Because really, like you know, that. I'm what I love about that is like they went through like one of the most hor- horrible things. And then they come out with their best. It's I think it's their best album they ever did. It's it's kind of weird though how it, how it plays out like that. 
the death of a band, me- band member brings their highest. Who do you guys like better? I asked an ACDC fan. Who do you guys like better? You like uh, the the guy in Back in Black, or did you like Highway to Hell? Uh, I'm gonna go Back in Black only because that's See, what I me grew too. Up. Me but too. But they're both really good, man. But I like that rough, that ah, that, that rough sound. You know? Yeah. yeah. I like that rougher tone. This one sort of felt more like. Yeah. It's good, I like but it both. sounds kind of worse. I don't, I don't like one over the other. You're going to make me pick? No. Yeah, no. you have to pick. I think if they're... you make me pick, yeah? if you yeah. make me pick, I need, I need a sample. Here, okay, here's Bon Scott. So that's Bon Scott. What happens in music? ACDC will always be current. That's Bon Scott. I know, right? It's 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 endless. Well, it's like the Beatles too. Yep. No, always play the Beatles. That's like what I talked about a while ago. What's the other singer? Okay, so this is uh, this is Brian Johnson. Yeah. Fuck man, I like that way more than both. They have very stimulating voices. Obviously, the other guy, you can make a higher note. This guy's so cool, though. I didn't ever realize they were different dudes. See, that's what I just said, though, is how many people knew there were two ACDC leads? I know, right? We, well, technically three, but the first guy was just Wow, well, no yeah, wonder you know. they're Corey's favorite band. That makes sense. ACDC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're Christian. Okay. And, uh, and the Hawkeyes come out to Back in Black out of the huddle. Do they? Yeah, so... Nice. And then we play. I mean, we play the uh, Thunderstruck is a fucking like oh, iconic yeah. song, dude. That's that's, that's probably like in my opinion, that's probably their greatest song. It's just got the greatest intro. What are you doing? Yeah, it go. There, there it is. Mm, I used to come out to this in basketball. Even I used to know kind of song. It's that riff though. How do, you not, how do you not hear this and get pumped up? Is this when the drums hit? Mm. Angus is in the schoolboy uniform there. I wish I would have for that. And, uh, oh, yeah. Have Ooh, they ever done bad. a Super Bowl show? I don't know. Has ACDC ever done a Super Bowl show? I don't think so. There are, uh, I think the only one left alive is Angus and the drummer. Let me say it right now. Yeah, give me yeah, give me a try. Let's figure it out. If you like this podcast, give us a subscribe. Wow! Like and subscribe. Come on, Devin. What? <laughs> he said like and subscribe. You didn't even listen. What about our Twitter and our Instagram? Yeah. And we most importantly, our Patreon. Did you just ask you, if we have all that? You're adding a bunch of shit in here. I'm just saying subscribe. Well then they're uh, Malcolm died um... in twenty seventeen. Uh, three weeks before his brother George died. Brian Johnson's still alive. Damn. It's almost like they should just do a holographic version of it. Oh, man. <laughs> nope. They never yes. headlined. Uh, never did. For, nope. Isn't that crazy? Nope. They were originally going to be put with a producer, uh, Atlantic Records, that chose a guy by the name of Kramer. And Kramer fucking didn't get him. 
and he was wanting them to do cover songs. And they were so pissed that they snuck out to another studio, recorded Highway to Hell, and sent it to um, Mutt Lang. You guys know who Mutt Lang is? Mm-mm. Luckiest man alive. He was married to Shania Twain. Oh, okay. But in the uh, in the Highway to Hell, if you listen to the back vocals, that's Mutt Lang's in the background as part of the vocals as one of the guys yelling uh, Highway to Hell. Okay. I don't know. I just always envied him because he married Shania Twain. <laughs> going. It's like lucky Ain't son of a no bitch. man of mine. <laughs> uh, man, I feel like a woman was probably the best music video ever yeah. made. In- you know what I'm talking about. How many blowjobs has that guy gotten? You know I mean? Oh, you know. Oh, God. You know. So many. Any of them, really. Let's see if I can find Like, that amount of cocaine. You know? Saying this right there. Still blows me away. They're freaking Australia. It's like, uh, you know, Ozzy Osbourne. He just had that unique voice, you know? Him and Bon Scott were friends, actually. Yeah. Hmm. One made it. It's not too bad for rock and roll legends. All right, gentlemen. ACDC. Uh, fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, fucking awesome. Oh, man. All right. Well, let me good. Oh, Devin already left. Did he? No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he did. Jesus, that was fucking quick. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Man, he didn't even say goodnight or anything. I don't know what that means.